And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry. I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. What do you do, Carl? Carl is a inventor slash entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm still looking for that home run, you know? I mean, <laughs> when I saw the iPod first time, I was like, yeah, I could have kicked myself. That was so hard on him. What's your name? Carl, my name. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, and uh, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the proficient Lisa Wolf. In this hour, we'll present a 1951 classic radio crime episode of the lineup starring Bill Johnstone. But it's time now for That Song Reminds Me of You. Lisa and I have selected three songs we each feel remind us of the other. I don't know what songs she's picked, and she doesn't know what songs I've picked. At home, please see if you agree with our picks. Oh, that's a good way what to do you put think of it? that, huh? Right. Well, I'm I'm going to start here, and I'm I feel confident that our listeners will agree with me on this first. You pick. feel very confident, huh? I do feel confident on the first pick. I feel like this is the song that really sums you up. Really? Yeah. Okay. And let's see if people agree. Okay. A macho. I mean, do you agree, Carl? Yeah. I, I think this is Carl. I'm pretty macho. I think this is you. This is recorded by the Village People, and it's disco, and you're all about it. So if yeah. I had to choose one song to sum you up, I think this is the one. I would have to agree. <laughs> I would agree with you on this Great. one. I never so really. I good. never. I never thought of it. I well, never thought of this. I, you know, put song some time and being, effort into these choices. But this could be my, you know, like could my be theme your song. Theme. Exactly. My theme song. I agree. Macho man. Thank Macho you. Man. I guess that's a compliment. Um, take it how you will. <laughs> so, were we supposed? Are we were really supposed to try to pick songs that remind me of, of each other? That was the plan. Oh, because I was like trying to be funny about it. Oh, but okay. really? I was pretty. Um, I took it at its face value. Really? What All did right. you do? Well, I. I you know, each one of these songs does remind me of you, but in a funny way, like, you know, in a, in a wink, wink kind of way. Oh, you know? I'm not winking at all. Oh, here. no. Yeah, no I, <laughs> all right, so here's my first song that okay. reminds me of you. All right. You're a rich girl and you're gone too far because you know it don't matter anyway. <laughs> I actually love this song. You rely on the old man's money. You're a rich girl, but it's gone too far because you know it don't matter anyway. That's actually very funny. Get you too far. Um, I like your choice. It was a funny choice. Um, I mean, this is Hall and Oates. I, I love awesome. this song. I love um, Hall and Oates. <laughs> um, you know, we've got some hard times, just like the rest of them. But 
I, what, I, what I love is is uh, the first few lyrics are so you. You know? Um, well, it's great. Okay. Um, thank you. I, I do like this song, and I will accept it. <laughs> oh, you're a rich girl. And you're going too far. you know it don't matter anyway. Happens to be a you fantastic song. You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. You're a rich girl. All right, so there you go. Uh, that sounds good. I'll take it. There you go. Um, this next song I chose because while the lyrics themselves don't specifically remind me of you, if I had to choose a song in an era that is all about you, this is the one. This is Carl Amari. This is your dream song. Well, you can't tell by the way I use my I'm a woman's man. There we go. Good time to talk. I mean, you always say that this song changed your life. Changed my life. And this is was just really an eye-opening experience for you to see a Saturday Night Fever. I mean, when I sat in that movie theater and saw this movie, I was like, I've got to change my life. Right. I've got and to. You, I've got to be become somebody. Right. Yeah. And and so that's why I chose this song for you because it literally changed your whole life and your outlook on life. I really, I mean, this song has so many different deep meanings for me because I didn't want to be like a cog in the wheel. I wanted to do something, wanted yeah. to make a mark. This song motivated me. You know, I don't know if I did that, but at least I, I tried. Yeah, right? I hear you. Uh, this was a life changer well, for you. Well, so you know what? I have to agree with you on this one. <laughs> Never really thought of it. But, yep, yeah. this is all Carl. Wow. This is meaningful to you. All right. All right. You didn't go that deep for me, now, did you? All right. Well, let's hear the next one. So this is another song that reminds me of you, Lisa. Okay. That's another great song. Uptown girl. She's been living in her uptown world. That's very funny. Billy Joe makes me happy, and I think this has some merit. So um, she did a good job. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I grew up in a you know privileged atmosphere. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, this this really does. From what I know about your childhood, because I don't know that I didn't know you then, <laughs> but from what I understand, you you had a you know you 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 had uh, parents who were well to do. And they and they brought you up right. You were absolutely brought up right. Yep. And you an were you were an uptown girl. Yeah. 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 I agree. So there That's you a good go. One. Never uptown thought girl. of it. Yeah. All right. Good job. So far, I, so good. Well, I've got one more song for you. Okay. Uh, so uh, again, this isn't because of the words. This is just a Carl song through and through. And they say you don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't. What do you think? Yeah. You don't pull a mask off If I could change Jim to Carl, I would. And you know, you're the kind of guy that you're good as gold if you don't cross you. And if somebody crosses you, um, you, you 
you know, have that side of you that says, uh, don't mess around with me. Don't mess around with Jim. That's right. Or Carl. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, I absolutely love Jim Croce. I know. And I do I as well. So I share your passion for wow. Jim Croce. Wow. Yeah, I mean, hey. Tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit into the wind. You don't pull the mask off the old Lone Ranger, and you don't mess around with Jim. Well, so I'm going to just tell you, this next song is more of a, to be funny. Okay. Okay, just, I really don't think of you this this way, but I just thought it would be a funny one to okay. throw in there, okay? okay? I don't really think of you this way. Okay. You made a fool of me, but the broken dreams have got you. I know, all in fun. I am. You know, um, you know, you're the opposite the, of an I evil woman. I appreciate the fun. No, you're the I'll, you're the opposite of an evil woman. No, no, I'll take it. We all have our our moments. No. <laughs> all right, so that was fun. That was a lot of fun. All right, thanks, um, Lisa. Songs that remind me of you and you. All right, more of Hollywood 360 after this short break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. There was uh, several, you know, crime shows uh, set in police atmospheres like Dragnet and Broadway Is My Beat. Well, in 1950, this show premiered, The Lineup. And it was really interesting because they would. it was all set in a San Francisco police station, but it started with a lineup. You had the criminals all lined up. And then they were interrogating them, and that's kind of how that was the that was the way in to the series. Bill Johnstone, who played the Shadow on uh, radio for quite a while, starred in this program. It was written by the great Blake Edwards, so it was very well done. It was a top-notch show. It ran for uh, a few seasons on radio, then made a very successful transition to television. This is a February 1st, 1951 broadcast. It's called The Grocery Store Matter. It's a replacement from the show we were going to play because the one we were going to play had some sound issues. So this stars Bill Johnstone. Here's part one of the lineup. Ladies and gentlemen, by transcription, we take you now behind the scenes of a police headquarters in a great American city where under the cold, glaring lights will pass before us the innocent, the vagrant, the thief, the murderer. This is The Lineup. 
uh, just take any one of the seats. You know, right, right here is fine. Hi, Ben. Oh, hello, Coin. How many you got? Six. All of the robberies? Yeah. I don't think we'll get much, though. I'm pretty sure the boys we want don't have a package. May I have your attention, please? You people hey, out I, there uh, on the other side of the wire in the Sunday. audience room, oh, okay, may I have sure. Your attention, uh, I'll see you in the office later, huh? Right. Thank you. My name is Greb, Sergeant Matt Greb. I'll explain the lineup to you. Each of the suspects you will see will be numbered. I'll call off a number, their name, and charge. If you have any questions or identifications, please remember the number assigned to the prisoner as I call his name. At the end of each line, when I ask for questions or identifications, call out the number. If you're sure or not too sure of the suspect, have him held. The officers who took your name will assist you. They're seated among you. Please be prompt with your questions or identifications. When the prisoners leave here, they are sent to the bathroom and dressed back into their jail clothes. It makes it quite difficult to bring them back after they leave here. The questions I ask these suspects are merely to get a natural tone of voice. So do not pay too much attention to their answers as they often lie. Bring on the line. All right, keep it moving right over to the end of the stage. Right over here, boy. That's right. Okay, now face front, hands to your side. Come on, you, come on, give him a little room up there. Now look, boys, this is a big room. You'll have to speak up so everybody can hear you. A lot of people out there, and they all want to hear what you got to say, so keep your voice up. Okay, number one, Joel Webster, robbery. Where do you live, Joel? 717 and a half west 108. Is that a hotel, a house, or what? Hotel. Has it got a name? Yeah. Ashton Arms. Who were you arrested with? Nobody. I was arrested alone. I wasn't with nobody. Any weapons? No. Didn't you have a knife? Yeah, but I wouldn't call it a weapon. Well, what would you call it? A knife. Just a knife. How big a knife was it? Oh, about this big, like this when it's open. About eight inches? When it's open. It was open when you were picked up, wasn't it? Yeah, it got open. Okay, number two. Leonard Palms, robbery. All right, Leonard. Don't look at me. Look out at the people. Can't see him. What? Nothing. All right. Where do you live, Leonard? Just got to town. Okay, where have you been staying? In your tank. I just got to town two days ago. Been here maybe an hour. I pull a job. I get picked up. I've been here for two days. That's where I've been staying. Where are you from? California, San Bernardino. You mean San Bernardino? Yes, yeah, San Bernardino. Were you arrested with anybody? Yeah, I was arrested with another guy, George Lumpkin. Right here, number seven. We're buddies. How long have you known him? Kids together. Lived in Bordeaux, San Bernardino, over on D Street, right behind where I used to live. Known him uh, 20 years, huh, George? Yeah, about 20. Any weapons? No, we never pulled nothing like this before. We got rolled on a train. Oh, you came in by train? Yeah, boxcar, rods. In the boxcar, a couple of guys piled on and rolled us. We needed dough, so we grabbed a purse, but we never done nothing like that before. Huh, George? See? Okay. Number three, Carl Young, robbery. Now, how about it? Any of these men? Where do you live, Carl? 889 South 4. Now, have him talk up, Matt, please. Right. You'll, uh... You'll have to be louder, Carl. 889 South Fuller. I live there. You always wear glasses? Yeah, I don't have to all the time, but I do. Take them off. 
Keep facing the front. What you got to say, say it to the people out there, not to me. Yes, sir. You working, Carl? No, sir. Not in six or seven months. What do you do when you work? Gardener. Sometimes anything. Odd jobs and things. Any weapons? Yes, sir. A gun. What kind of a gun? 32, Smith & Wesson. Blue steel, nickel plate or what? Nickel plated. I had it for about ten years. You own a car? No. Were you arrested with anyone? No. Where are you from, Carl? From here. I've been here all my life. I was brung up on the south side. I wish I wasn't from here. Now, how about it? Recognize any of these men? All right, number four. James Newton, robbery. Where do you live, James? 309 Greenlawn. Now, remember what I said about talking up? 309 Greenlawn. That's better. Where's that, James? South side, over near Garvey Hill. Who were you arrested with? Three fellas They're in the other room. Guess the next line. Who are they? A fellow named Bleeker, another guy named... Uh... Hi, Ben. Oh, you look a little tired. Yeah, a little. No identifications? Uh-uh. I didn't think they would. These boys don't have records. Well, they're sure going to have. Ugh. Eight robberies in a month. Yeah, we got good descriptions. Yeah, they follow a pretty uniform M.O. Gas stations, all-night markets. Yeah. The best we can do is stake out every all-night market and try watching as many gas stations as possible. Uh, that's a big order. It sure is. Uh, you're with me tonight. Okay. We've got the West Side Market over on Fountain. You better go over and check out at Thompson just in case we're lucky. Lucky. <laughs> You're getting tired of sitting here. 88. <sighs> if you see the humane officer, you can make a code 6. <sighs> 78, a 502, proceed to East on Fillmore. Well, I gotta go qualify if I want to keep my rating. Well, you rate expert, don't you? Yeah. Eight bucks a month. Well, it's my day off, too. I think I'll go along. I'll pick you up. Okay. About 10? I'm picking Quine up, too. Yeah, he's a good shot. Darn good. I gotta get up there. <sighs> My last qualification was in February. <sighs> yeah. Boy, what did you start yawning for? <laughs> you know, I hate guys who pick on all night spots to stick up. We've already been here four hours. Well, one thing these guys aren't consistent about is the time they pick. Liable to be anywhere from 11 o'clock to 6 in the morning. Oh, swell. Huh? Uh, my watch is fast. Attention all units in area Q. Uh, here's something. All units in area Q. A 211, code 4 at the Wheeler Market, 608 South Chestnut. All units in area Q. Well, this is what we've been looking for. Our boys have started using their guns.
Okay, take it away. Yeah, that's Asher. Uh, Quine's inside talking to the manager. Okay. All right. All right, let us through, please. Let us get by, please. Come on, come on. Who'd they haul off in the ambulance? Manager's son. Oh. Hello, Ben. All right, what happened? Uh, this is Mr. Bishop. He runs the store. This is Lieutenant Guthrie and Sergeant Greb, Mr. Bishop. I've got to get down to the hospital. Yeah, it was his son in the ambulance. Yeah, Asher told me. Please, I should be with Jack. It was a four-man we want, all right. They came in, held up the cash register, girl. Oh, is that her? Yeah, the one crying. They asked for the money, and Mr. Bishop's son went for a gun under the counter. He wanted to protect the store. He wasn't afraid of them. Please, I've got to get down and see how he is. Asher. Yeah, Ben. See that Mr. Bishop gets down to the hospital. Get him there fast. Sure. Thank you. The car's out this way. Get a statement when he feels like it. Yeah, okay. Now let's go talk to the girl. Okay. The name's Wilson. Gene Wilson. Engaged to the son. Miss Wilson? Yes. This is Lieutenant Guthrie. He'd like to talk to you. All right. Uh, Miss Wilson, uh, did you get a good look at the hold-up men? Yes. Oh, it's just terrible. I've never been in a hold-up or anything. It was was just awful. And when that one man shot shot Jack, it was just terrible. You could identify the man who shot Jack, though, huh? Yes, I I could identify him. I I think I could identify all of them. All but the one who stood by the door. There were four of them? Four, yes. I, I got a good look at three of them. Two of them came right up to the cash register. The one stood right over there by the vegetable section, but I'd recognize him. Uh-huh. And the uh, the fourth, he stood by the door? Yes, right over there on, on the right side. I, I didn't see him until the two men who walked up to me took out guns and told me to give them all the money in the cash drawer. And then I noticed the one standing by the door, just sort of out of the corner of my eye. He had a gun, too. I was scared to death, and, and Jack, well, he was standing in. Jack was standing right behind her. When the hold-up boys showed their guns, Jack reached for a gun his father kept under the counter. Still there. He never made it. All right, more of the lineup after this short break. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, and Suspense, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows, along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. How many of you wish there was a better alternative to the sensationalism and outrageous bias in mainstream media. For more than 65 years, National Review has covered the most important issues and political questions facing the country from a common-sense conservative perspective. 
As a longtime reader of National Review, I can honestly say that National Review doesn't fall for political fads or hysteria, and they never do clickbait. Their commentary and opinion journalism is rooted in a love for America and an allegiance to the nation's founding principles. And now National Review is offering Hollywood 360 listeners 60% off any subscription option. And I would personally recommend their digital membership, NR+. With NR+, you can access all of their content on the website and app, including the digital magazine, and you'll never get locked out of articles by the paywall. Plus, membership includes other perks like reduced ads on the site and my favorite, invitations to monthly calls with NR editors and political leaders. Visit nationalreview.com slash Hollywood today. That's nationalreview.com slash Hollywood and use code Hollywood at checkout. Save 60%. All right. We're listening to the lineup and a good show called the grocery store matter. Let's go back to February 1st, 1951 for the conclusion of the lineup. Boy, I'm really tired. Yeah, me too. Been a long night. 4.30. Wonder how Mr. Bishop's boy's doing. We ought to hear soon. Hey, wait a minute. I gotta wash up. Yeah, me too. (coughs) Matt? Huh? Want a lift home? Yeah, yeah, please. Hmm. Are you still going out to the range at 10? Yeah, I got to. I have to qualify tomorrow or I don't qualify at all. Yeah. I sure wish we'd get these guys. Oh, we will. Might take a while, but we will. <coughs> Sooner or later, they'll make a mistake. We'll get spotted and we'll get them. Yeah. Well, the descriptions we've got from all the witnesses, somebody's got to spot them. Hi. Hi. Oh, hello, Asher. How's the bishop, Ken? He's dead. Huh? Died ten minutes ago. I took Mr. Bishop home. He didn't feel much like making a statement. Let's take a look. Yeah, I felt like I was waving at a bus. You got a 98, Ben. Waving at a bus. That's what I felt like. <laughs> I wish I could wave like that. 97, Matt. Hey, how about Quine? We got a bet. I'm counting it up. You might as well pay up now, boy. I feel it today. <laughs> <laughs> the Annie Oakley of the 16th Precinct. <laughs> 99, Quine. What? You see? Come on, come on. Pay up. Uh, you probably made a deal with the range master. Come on, I hate Welshers. Let's have it. Okay, okay. Here's your dime. Wait a minute. You want to double it on the time fire? 20 cents? 20 cents. How are you going to eat next week? 20 cents. You want it or not? <laughs> you want in on this one, Ben? Sure. I'll get in on it. <laughs> okay. First half of rapid fire. Load and lock. Fire on third bell.
Wow. Oh, here comes Asher. Hello, Asher. Hi. Hey, boys all look pretty mean. Second half of rapid fire, load and lock. Fire on third bell. You look pretty good, Ben. Yeah, he waves, and every time he does, he shoots a 98. <laughs> they got two of the holdup men. Oh, they did? Come on, Matt. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. You say they got the holdup men? Yeah, two of them. Phillips had a rookie out in the car, spotted two guys in the parking lot, stealing some stuff out of the back of a car. A couple of young guys. Phillips and this rookie named uh, Crockett picked them up. That's wrong. They got two of the holdup men. Phillips and the rookie picked them up. They didn't even figure that they might have been part of the holdup gang. Caught them stealing something out of the car, huh? What? Well, they took them in, shook them down, but not very well. They were bringing them up the back way when one of them pulled a hideout gun. There was a fight on the steps. Rookie got both of them. One dead and the other's dying. I uh, just left Phillips' family. What happened to Phillips? The one with the hideout gun killed him. Second floor, please. Yes, sir. Hello, Guthrie. How are you, Doc? Uh, Sergeant Graham. Yeah, I, I know the doc. Yeah, how are you, Sergeant? <sighs> okay. Your man's in here. Bullet severed the cervical spine. He's in bad shape. His partner's in the morgue. Jacobs? <laughs> Jacobs, he was talking ten minutes ago. Jacobs, this is Lieutenant Guthrie Jacobs. He wants to talk to you. Jacobs, we want to know where we can find your other two partners. Where's Eddie? He's dead. You killed a policeman, Jacobs. I don't know nothing. You killed a policeman, and we know you're one of four men who've been pulling off those robberies. We got Eddie, and we got you. We want to know who the other two men are. Told Eddie we should have left those cars alone. Small time. The other two men, Jacobs. <laughs> no good, Eddie. Let's get out of here. One of you killed that boy in the grocery store. Now tell us who the other two men are. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's saying. You won't get anything out of him now. We gotta find those other two. <laughs> Sorry, Sergeant. He's in a coma. Okay. I'll put a man on him in case he comes to and wants to talk. He'll need an oxygen tent if he's going to pull through. Well, do you think he'll make it? I doubt it. That slug went in crazy. Right in his hand, up his arm, and through his body. Must have hit his arm out straight. That's right. Pointing a gun. I'm going to see about the tent. Hello. Robbery, please. I, uh... I talked with Crockett, the rookie. He's just sick about it. Hello, Coin. Guthrie, I want a man up here to stay with Jacobs. No, no, he's he's in a coma, but he may come around. I want a man here. Yeah. Yeah? Well, what's the address? Uh, just a minute, wait. Uh, give me that pencil, Matt, and the pen. 
Here. All right. All right, go ahead. 445 North Elm. Okay. His uncle, huh? Ketchell? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Matt and I'll take him. Yeah, bye. What's up? They got an address on Jacobs. 445 North Elm. Lives with his uncle, Mr. Ketchell. Well, things are getting hotter. Which way, Lieutenant? Down. Yes, sir. Mr. Ketchum? Yeah. Police. What do you want? We'd like to talk to you. Okay, come on in. Place is a mess. Excuse it. (coughs) We can sit in here. It ain't so dirty in here. (coughs) How about a drink? No, thanks. You don't mind? I'm going to have one. Just grab a chair. We want to talk to you about your nephew. Yeah, I figured. Sure you won't have a short one? No, thanks. (coughs) Lousy cough. Had it for a month. No. More than a month. Had the lousy thing since December. Cheers. Your nephew's in the hospital. He is? He was shot. He killed a policeman. <coughs> killed a cop, huh? How do you like that? Well, he ain't no nephew of mine. I'm not really his uncle. My wife's nephew. She's dead. I brought him up. He was with a friend, Eddie Klein. Yeah, just like Jake. No good. Knew Jake would get thrown into jail sooner or later. Never thought he'd kill a cop. We're looking for two more of his friends. Two more? Your nephew? He ain't no nephew. Jacobs and Klein, along with two other men, started holding up stores and gas stations a week ago. Holding up stores and gas stations? Yeah. And we want to know where we can find the other two men. And sticking up places. Kills a cop. And the young boy who worked in one of the stores. (laughs) You've got to get me another drink. You sure? Uh, No, thank you. Never was any good. I, I brung him up. His family died when he was three, I think. Wife's sister. Come to live with us. Wife died ten years ago. Never could do anything with him. Yeah, he's been getting in trouble. Oh, those kids making all kinds of rackets. I told them. Hey, cut that out. Cut it out. Little brats. They beat that dishpan all day. Look, Mr. Ketchum, can you help us on the other two men? Well, one of them would probably be Willie Harris. They run around together. Where does Willie Harris live? A rooming house over on Maple, next block. Don't know the address, but it's in the middle of the block. All right, thanks, Mr. Ketchum. Sure. Kills a cop, sticks up stores. They... Get much money out of these stores? Quite a bit. Never showed none of it around here. (coughs) So long. Yeah, this looks like the place. Rooms. Yeah. That's us. 88, code 6. 88, Roger. Let's go, Matt. I'll use the phone in the rooming house. I wonder what's up. Uh, Willie Harris lives here. I'll want to call in anyway. 
And if he's one of the boys that... Yes. The police. Oh, is something wrong? Does Willie Harris live here? Well, yes. Has he done something? Is he in? No, hasn't been in since yesterday. Mm, I'd like to use your phone. Well, all right. Has Willie done something? You're going to arrest him? No, we're not sure. We want to talk with him. Where'd you say that phone was? Oh, right in there on the stand. Oh, thanks. Wouldn't be a bit surprised if Willie's done whatever you think he's done. I've never liked him. Has, uh... Has he had any money in the last two weeks? Yes, he's paid some of his back rent. I don't know where he got it. He isn't working. Hello, this is Guthrie. Now, thanks. It's Quine, Matt. Willie Harris came into some money this week. Oh, much money? Yeah, paid his back rent. Yes, he hasn't been. Uh, hello, Quine. Yeah? Oh, yeah? Well, look, uh, we're over to Rooming House. We got a lead on a guy named Willie Harris. Might be one of them. Yeah, well... Yeah, but well, we wait. Yeah, they, they might just show you now. Okay, yeah. Now, the hold-up. Same M.O., only two men this time. You think Willie was one of them? Might be. If you don't mind, we're going to wait here in case he shows up. And staked around the block. I just talked to Quine. He spotted across the street in the alley. Did you find anything? Yeah. Slugs from a 38. Hmm? No gun. Say, it was a 38 that killed that bishop boy. Mm-hmm. I'd like to find some of that money. Huh? Somebody came in. Yeah, he's coming up here. Get over by the door. Don't move! Huh? I got it. Now here, here's your 38. Okay, okay, get up. Hey, what is this? Where's your partner? What do you mean? Eddie's dead, Jacobs is dying. Where's your partner? I don't know what you're talking about. Take him down, then. Hey, hey look. Can't still hey, Wait you. a minute, will you? Here, Ben. Ah, it's a nice bundle of dough. I want it. I want you it. You just held up a gas my... station on Lincoln Boulevard. No, I didn't. That kid in the grocery store died. Wait a minute, will you wait we a minute? we got a dozen witnesses who can make an identification on you. I didn't shoot that guy in the grocery store. I didn't shoot him. Who did? Oh, Frank. Frank shot him. Frank who? Frank Woodard. You and Frank held up that gas station? Yeah. Where's Frank now? He went home. 618 North Wilton. He was tired. He was going to take a nap. Get up. He said, get up. Hey, what, Grab what him, Matt. Grab him. Let go. Will you let go? Sit there to get under the pillar. And a bundle of dough. Hey, you busted. Get man. up. You're not. All hurt. right, all right. Get your pants on. All right. We'll tell you where it was, Willie. Yeah, Willie. Look, you can't prove Can nothing. It? Come on, let's go. What about a shirt? Leave the pajama top on. We'll give you a whole new outfit downtown. Okay, okay. Any trouble? No. You can have them, Quine. Oh, here. This is yours. What for? Well, 60 cents. Matt and I got 96 in that last round of rapid fire. You had a 98. Uh, 
lineup where before you pass the innocent, the vagrant, the thief, the murderer. Listen again next week when we again bring you the lineup. May I have your attention, please? <laughs> you people out there on the other side of the wire in the audience room, may I have your attention, please? Thank you. My name is Greb, Sergeant Matt Greb. I'll explain the lineup to you. Each of the suspects you will see will be numbered. I'll call off a number, their name and charge. If you have any questions or identifications, please remember the number assigned to the prisoner, as I call his name. At the end of each line, when I ask for questions or The lineup, starring Bill Johnstone as Lieutenant Ben Guthrie and Wally Mayer as Sergeant Matt Greb, is written by Blake Edwards with music by Eddie Dunstetter. Featured in tonight's cast were High Everback, Gil Stratton, Vic Perrin, Sam Edwards, Jack Moyles, Gene Bates, Herb Butterfield, Tony Barrett, and Virginia Gregg. The lineup is transcribed in Hollywood by Jaime Del Valle. <laughs> CBS will bring you General Dwight D. Eisenhower's first report to the American people tomorrow evening. This CBS broadcast will be General Eisenhower's public review of his recent visits to the Atlantic Pact Nations, where he laid the groundwork for rearmament under his direction as Supreme Commander. Earlier tomorrow evening, Edward R. Murrow and Hear It Now will bring you a picture of Detroit, Arsenal of the Republic, as it girds for defense production. And for light entertainment, Jan Murray will be present with his songs for sale. Songs for Sale, Hear It Now, and General Eisenhower's Report will be heard tomorrow evening on most of these same CBS stations. Your favorite daydreams can come true if you save regularly with United States Savings Bonds. Use the payroll savings plan where you work or the bond-a-month plan where you bank. Buy United States Savings Bonds. Dan Coverly speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. All right, that's the lineup with the grocery store matter starring Bill Johnstone, February 1st, 1951. Time now for Sarah's Backstage Pass. Hi, Carl, and hello to all our listeners out there. Tonight, I'm going to review a new TV series from the Knives Out director, Ryan Johnson. Meet the new Columbo. Her name is Charlie Kale. She's played by Natasha Leone. She wears large sunglasses, a dusty baseball cap, and drives a beat-up 1969 Plymouth Barracuda. Don't try to underestimate her, as she's got any crime case solved. What's it like? Always knowing the truth. There's nothing mystical about it. I could just tell. When anyone is lying. I know what you did, you psycho. You're going to find Charlie Kale, and you're going to bring it to me. Each Poker Face episode involves another case, and typically, another murder. You live on the road, right? What's it like? Leave everything behind. Start fresh. I got wolves on my fender. Oh, I gotta keep moving. It wasn't an accident. I I think there's been a murder. Look out! I have been kind of a death magnet. 
trying to figure out what happened. You watch too much Dateline. I could tell she was lying. Wow, I've enjoyed the first five episodes and look forward to the next five. The guest celebrities are loads of fun to watch, as in Adrian Brody, Benjamin Bratt, and Judith Light. There's something about the charisma of Natasha's character that makes the series so entertaining. And of course, Ryan Johnson's excellent scripts. Hey, look for different writers and directors throughout the season. I'm Sarah Knight Adamson, your film and TV critic for Sarah's Backstage Pass. Be sure to check out my top 15 film reviews of the 30 I screened at Sundance Film Festival. And... I highly recommend Peacock's Poker Face. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. In our next hour, it's a sci-fi adventure of X-1 from 1955. But first, Lisa Wolf Dylan is our lyricist for Learning the Lyrics. That's right. I've got three songs that all begin with the letter M. I've got the lyrics. You'll be your job Mama to Mia. identify the song. Good one, but I didn't choose that. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what can be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.